In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Jordana Abraham, Sammy Sage, and me, Aileen Drexler. We talk about it all, from the latest celeb drama to the best movies and TV shows out now. We share all of our thoughts, even the unpopular ones. Welcome to our pop culture group chat. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jordana, and um, Aileen is still on maternity leave. She's babying the babe. Yes. And we haven't even talked about that on this podcast, I guess. Have we not? I guess because last week we had Danny Pellegrino, and that was, yeah, and the week before she had like just had the baby. She hadn't yet announced it, so we were just, you know, we didn't say anything, but congrats to Aileen. Yeah. Very excited. She's brought a little man into our Betches universe. Yeah, it's weird. You know, a first boy... I don't know. Hopefully he can handle it. <laughs> You're like, I don't know about them men. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Hopefully, hopefully he can handle it. I'm sure he can handle it. He's, okay. He's very okay. Good. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. What's up? What's going on? What are the cool jams? No cool jams. We saw Jared's show on Friday. That was fun for both of us. Very, very fun. It was hilarious. I thought it was funnier. You know, I don't I don't know if he'll like that. I don't know if he'll take that as a compliment, but I thought it was funnier than 37 and single. It was just I didn't stop laughing the whole time. It was great. Great show. If you guys haven't seen Jared, go check it out. And if you haven't seen 37 and single, Jared's Netflix special produced by Betches, go check that out now. It's a great warm up if you're going to see his other show live. But I agree. It's and then, and I even discussed that with him. I think it's like he's a tighter new air. Yeah, I mean, also, I think, how would he feel, how would anyone feel if it's like, oh, you just always stay the same amount? Like, you want to get better. Right. Right, or you just stay kind of equally the same level of good. Like, you want to get, I think it's a compliment to get better. I agree. And it's like, what else are you working for if not so people will say you got better? Yeah, that's true. But let's jump into today's pop culture, right? Okay, we'll jump into the pop culture. Cool. It's Travis Kelsey's birthday, so he has joined the 34 Club with us. Oh, my God. Wow. Welcome, Travis. It is so fun here. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly think 34 is such a lame age personally, but... I kind of mm -hmm. agree. It's like just be 35 already. Right, right. Exactly. It's just go from 33 to 35. Just 34 is unnecessary. I totally agree. Just like a stupid age. Just fucking yeah, stupid. <laughs> fucking dumb age. Okay. Well, okay. So Travis Kelsey is is in the club now yes. with us. Taylor's birthday is next month, I think. No, right. it's in December. December oh, 13th. sorry. Oh, God, sorry. I'm such a fucking loser. You are such a loser. Okay. Well, you were right. Okay. <laughs> but okay. But either way, what we have decided is that we are moving all of our Taylor Swift discussion to Speak Now Betches version. It was apparently such a hit last week. So many of you messaged us that you loved it. And we are going to keep doing it. So because we don't want to torture the non-Swifties with more Taylor Swift discussion constantly, 
when it's not even not like totally necessary, we are moving our conversation to Speak Now Betches version with me and Holly or Jordana. Do you want to join us? Probably I'll, not. I'll give you, okay. All right. You don't have to join <laughs> us. So it'll be me and Holly. Right? I'll join I, you if I have like strong opinions on whatever Taylor News is coming out. But okay, this I don't have that strong of an opinion on. Right. Or honestly, I think there will be some weeks when doing the Taylor News is worthy of being in the main show. But this is for people right. who want to know like how many steps she walked between zero bond and the car. Like this is for losers as the rest of us. Yeah. Like some people will be counting those and being like, this is how many days till her Taylor Swift 12 or whatever. Who cares? Anyway, we're moving on to the other news. And if you are a Swifty, stay tuned till the end of the episode for Speak Now Betcha's version with me and Holly. All right. Okay. What's our what's our next big story? Let's talk about some other relationship drama. We saw Kyle Richards. I mean, we saw that you saw the trailer, I assume, for Beverly Hills. Yeah, the relevant part where basically Kyle jokes. Kyle jokes that like at least now it's her the one who has like the rumors of having an affair compared to Mauricio, implying that he has had that right. a lot. Because he has. They had never really like talked about that before on the show. I mean, there was that one season where like there's the tabloid and Lisa Vanderpump is like showing everyone the tabloid that says that Mauricio is cheating on her and it's like a big scandal. But she and and Mauricio have never really talked about that as like a real thing, I think, on the show. No, they've never had like an that I can recall, like an honest face to face discussion with each other about how hurtful that is for her, because that's obviously the problem. But no, she I actually think she's frequently talked about how the rumors and the speculation are so bad. She says that like every season. Does she? I think she says it every time. Right. There. She never gives them any merit. No, they're never addressed as with the self-awareness that we saw in the trailer. But here's the thing. If that is the most self-awareness we're getting about of that the whole season, that's pretty lame. Well, here's my, what do you think happened? Because I'm kind of like, this stuff has been going on for so long. What would, and they've always been pretending to be this very happy couple, very happy family, like perfect marriage, perfect whatever. So like, what do you think did change to, to make it them separate? I think that everything was going as it was going. And I think that Kyle fell in love with Morgan Wade and they were having an affair. And I think that is what changed things. It changed the dynamic. That's your theory. That it, Yeah. My theory is that Kyle went on Ozempic, even though she's <laughs> denying it. I also think she right. might have gone on. Yeah, but that's... Lost, I think Kyle was like, has like historically been maybe a little insecure about herself or a lot insecure. Yeah, she said that. Right. She goes on Ozempic. Suddenly, she she's feeling herself. And she decides maybe she doesn't want to overlook as much stuff as she has in the past. She feels a little more confident going out there and dating or confident in her like ability to be on her own whereas maybe before she didn't feel like that was an option for her and so I think maybe now she's like getting more mad about stuff that Mauricio has been doing this whole time so you don't think that it's well I I do think she is getting more mad about stuff that Mauricio has been doing the whole time so you don't think it has anything to do with Morgan Wade I I don't know if I like fully believe that that's like a real thing but do I think that she's sleeping with someone else? Do I think do I think Mauricio is definitely sleeping with has been sleeping with other people this entire time? Yes. Like he's oh, on, for sure. dancing with the stars. Do I think he's currently sleeping with probably multiple people? 
Yes. But like, do I think that like the Morgan Wade thing and Kyle, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's the thing, but I think that she's having fun. I don't think that your theory has to necessarily be like wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the weight loss in the Ozempic. I think there is, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I put my money on with that, knowing that she got really into working out with Morgan Wade. Cause like, I think they share a trainer. So they're, you know, I think they kind of pursued doing that together. So I'm, I don't know what came first and if the Ozempic came at all, but I do feel like Morgan Wade is 60% of this equation. And I'm not sure if that's because she like got skinny and was feeling herself first or it was all sort of simultaneous or Morgan, you know, Morgan Wade came first and then she kind of got, I think she had a friend. I think what she had with Morgan Wade started as a friendship that became something else. You think they're like having sex? Yeah, I would put money on that. Okay. I want to see like their chemistry on the actual like season. Why don't you see it? I don't know. I just like, it just doesn't feel like very Kyle to me. But have you looked at like photos of the, have you seen photos of the two of them? And have you seen like the reporting on about the two of them, blind items and stuff? Yeah. But something about it seems like more like contrived. But then why do it? I don't know. What about the vi- the music video that she's that Kyle's in? For a plot line, for a storyline? It's not a storyline. Kyle doesn't want that to be a storyline. Oh, it's Did you see the trailer? It is the storyline. But I think that she would have not wanted that. I don't think she wanted that. Like I think her ideal situation would be that people did not figure this out. Hmm. I don't know. If she it wanted it as a for- storyline, she would just come out and say I'm in a relationship with Why Maybe. hide it? I need to, I don't know. I need to see the season. So good job, uh, Bravo, for um, figuring this out because I really want to see the season. Did Bravo figure it out or did like other people figure it out? I think, I think people on the internet figured it out before Whatever Bravo. it is, whatever it is, it's clearly playing out on the season. So I'm going to be watching that. I didn't even realize that Lisa Rinna and Kathy Elton are not on the season. Oh, you did it? I mean, I like now oh. I'm, I'm I like forgot now that you were right, on. right. And I do think this Kyle drama has made it like okay. I forgot Kathy wasn't wasn't on it. I'm a, a little upset about that because I would have loved to see Kathy weigh in on this, bearing witness to Kyle's drama. Because you know that this is what like Kathy wanted. Yeah, Kathy probably planted some of these seeds somewhere. <laughs> I had to guess. I mean, Kathy doesn't like Mauricio. Isn't that like a whole thing? No, she doesn't. They don't like each other. Right. So maybe like she had something to do with this. I don't know. Maybe. I think it was kind of obvious. I don't think that this, it didn't come out as a surprise. It wasn't a bombshell. People were like, oh, this, yeah, definitely something's up. Mm Because something was very clearly up for like a year. And even now when they do family stuff, it's all very, it's all very like posed there's no love between them, really. There's that anymore. stupid show, the Bever- buying Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be watching that. So, yeah, it's working. Something's working. Whatever they're doing. That's what I'm saying. Do you think they mean to be doing this? Is this like a like Scandaval type, like upping the ante? Well, Scandaval, they didn't mean to do. I know, but now it's like they saw how well everyone's doing from that. I do not think. I think if there's anything that is not Kyle, it is losing control of the narrative or having something seem 
imperfect or less than just completely rosy. And I think that all the like, I think the ideal Kyle situation would be just, oh, it's a perfect, lovely one day. We're separating. We grew apart. Conscious uncoupling. Mm-hmm. Bodied off. Set off into the sunset. She finds a new partner in like due time or whatever. But also, I think that they probably don't want a divorce because there's so much money involved. Right. And it wouldn't benefit them. Well, I mean, I don't know what's like going on emotionally, but I think that probably divorcing would cost them both a lot of money. And they don't really need that. If they can kind of coexist in their six houses. As best friends. Honestly, like who's to say that I kind of see that being where it goes eventually for real, because there is definitely like something between them. There is history and like, I don't feel that they hate each other. I just think that there's like resentment probably from his cheating and, you know, but they do love their like family. You can definitely see that. And why can't they just kind of all be like a blended whatever family and share their homes and they can avoid yeah, each there's other no reason they have to make this a legal thing i that's how i feel about it and i feel that that would be like the best possible outcome is that they just stay separated and like living separate lives and and kind of doing what they want to do yeah, which like, seems like they've always it's kind of seems like they've already been that's the whole thing it's like it kind of seems like with this like maybe under silent understanding of mauricio's indiscre- alleged indiscretions Mm-hmm. allegedly again i don't know 100 percent, but that seems to be like this the talk of the town where there's fire there's fire right that's the it's like why not what's the difference between being separated and just continuing to do what you did before which is sort of like sweep the things under the rug it's on i think the biggest difference is the fact that they're public people and you can't just keep doing that like if you want to be in an open relation, you know, if you want to be, if he wants to be able to like not be shady about the things he's doing, then he has to publicly be separated. Or they have to say we're in an open marriage or they have to say we're separated, but we're still saying people could, I mean, people could say celebrities say that though. Even if they they, Exactly. That's why I think Kyle's struggling because like she's trying to reconcile like what people see with what she actually wants to happen Mm -hmm. and her financial interests. And that's why this is probably very challenging because also they do love their family. I do believe that like as a family unit, they're stronger than Kyle and Mauricio are as a couple. Right. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, Well, they yeah. think I think they well, the annoying thing is like I think they think of themselves as like an institution, which like is sort of the couple or the family. All of it. Like the couple and the family. I think of them more as like the five of them on or the six of them on a yacht than I think of kyle and mauricio but she that's not what she's always been been like building them up as a couple well okay i also think things changed right i also think things changed sort of in the mid like in the past few years because for a long time it really just was mrs umansky she really was playing that role and then i think once she started getting more acting jobs and she started making like after the Kyle by Aileen two years, once she sort of, I think, gave up on that being her. On the like store? Yeah, on the store. Yeah. Or like maybe that was like this foray into it. But I think that once she started getting into like acting and wanting like other roles and more to be more of like a public figure as a person, I think that's when they started being like not less in sync, but 
she wanted she seemed like she wanted to be more independent and maybe that was correlated with like a ramp up in his infidelity or it becoming public right like once she once it's public she's like well i want my own stuff i'm famous too yeah i could see that and maybe like again she wants to have her own fun outside of the marriage if you're looking for simple but quality products for your five-minute makeup routine or want full-face glam that'll stun on a night out, Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademarked formulas, and uncompromising standards. It's easy to see why their bestsellers have thousands of five-star reviews. My long-standing favorite, as you already know, is their mascara, but my favorite thing about Thrive is that they also support communities that we care about and do their best to give back. And while you know how much I love their mascara, right now I am loving their new Brilliant Eye Brightener. It is a highlighter stick made to brighten and open up your eyes, giving you an instant eye lift. You just apply it to the inner corner of your eyes to look rested and effortless. You can also use it as an eyeshadow for a perfect daytime glow or use the metallic shades for an easy smoky eye. It goes on very easily, making it easy to blend any of the 16 shades. Perfect for a five-minute makeup or a full face glam. Spring is a great time to refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com betches. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Betches for 10% off your first order. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them buttoned up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. Not only are they offering you an unbiased opinion, they're also professionals in the field and they know because you could be going through something and you'll have someone to talk through it, but you could also not be going through something. Things might arise and you don't even realize something is bubbling up. I'm really good at identifying it now, but when I was like very early in my therapy, I didn't really realize I had anxiety or it was really affecting my life. And I figured that out with a therapist and I realized how it was affecting my life. And it was just such a great experience. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash betches. Are you watching Orange County? No, but I'm aware of what's going on. I don't understand how Heather Dubrow has so much money. Yeah, something confuses me about it. Where is this money from? I just don't get it. Well, he's a plastic surgeon. They definitely do well they just sold but- their house for 50 million dollars and they just bought and before they sold it they bought another 14 million dollar like penthouse in la i just don't understand like i understand he's a doctor and doctors make a but i don't think they make like a hundred million dollars like i just don't understand where this money is from okay i'll be honest with you i could have bought that they had like a lot of money or, or the amount of money they were saying until the ha- the Chateau du Bro, and the way that they like built it and flipped it like that, something to me is is up. You think there. they needed the money? No, I don't know. I have no idea because I haven't, I haven't like dug into this enough, and I 
and they have like a I private plate like they're taking the kids to school on a private plane i'm just like where is the money from it can't be from botched or whatever show he's on i don't know <laughs> that might be syndicated there's no way it's that i just that's syndicated but okay they're still like not billionaire it's there's no on paper billions is what i you know like elon musk is a billionaire but his billion dollars is on paper it's in stock of tesla which okay but he's not even okay like that's what i'm saying Dubrow, Dubrow doesn't make money like that yeah. that's what that's what i'm saying like elon musk net, net worth fluctuates by the day because of stock prices right but he doesn't so, own a company he's just like i mean he owns his practice that's what i mean but there's that's why i have questions that's exactly why I have questions. And I don't understand. Do they have family money? Maybe she has family money or he has family money or they both She's have from like Chappaqua. Money? Okay, my, it has to be, fa- it, if it's not family money, I don't really understand because I don't understand the building of that massive house and then selling it and then. Yeah. But, but before, how are you getting the money to, do you think they just have a banker who will give them like, a line like of credit to, or let them borrow against the massive house. Is there like a that scam going on? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. That. I don't know. I'm like, oh, I don't know enough. If I, I, I don't know enough about them and I don't know enough about like how that type of thing works. Well, his, um, his Wikipedia page mentions nothing of like extreme wealth coming from extreme wealth. What about hers? Hers says she was born in the Bronx Grew up in Chappaqua. But she's which, a fifth generation American of Jewish ancestry, and she went to Syracuse. That could be a lot of money. That that could be that could be some money. What 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 could be some money? If you're a fifth fifth generation American, your family's been here for five generations. That gives you, and you're Jewish. And the only people I know who have been here that long who are Jewish are pretty rich. I don't know. She's born in the Bronx, but the, it could be a nice part of the Bronx. Isn't Riverdale in the Bronx? I feel like if there was enough family money to explain this. 50 million. Riverdale is in the Bronx. Mi- That's a very nice place. Fine. There was enough money to explain this $55 million house. It would be like something big enough to be in one of their Wikipedia pages. Like their parents owned XYZ. No, no I can think of an example of, of like someone like this. But again, that person who I'm thinking of, they wouldn't have a $50 million house either. So I don't. Right. That's what I don't know. I don't know. That's what I, yeah. It could be botched. It could be the syndication of botched. How are the Dubros? I'm just so Googled rich. that. I just Googled that. How did Terry, Terry Dubro make all his money? Hey, Terry it's Dubrow derived from plas- the has, plastic. Has appeared on a number of reality television shows. So is Tom Sandoval. I know. He's the third highest paid plastic surgeon in the entire world. That could be part of it. How much is the highest paid plastic surgeon in the entire world? How much does the highest paid? I mean, these aren't really um, reliable Googles, but right. I'm looking we're at on Reddit. a podcast <laughs> right now. I just like, I feel like there's something missing. Let's say they make, discussion. okay, let's say they make, let's say they make $5 million a year. That's like not that much to have this $55 That's what I'm million dollar house. That's what I'm saying. Like, are they not? Well, this says Terry Dubrow makes $30 million. It's a, I'm not sure if this is a year. What's he making $30 million a year for? I, it's not like he surgery? owns like a group. Does he own a group? He might. Okay. This is Google search for plastic surgeons. Good. The salaries of plastic surgeons in New York City range from 54000 to $477,000 a year. So let's say he makes 10 times that amount as the highest paid, third highest paid plastic surgeon 
surgeon. Call it's, it five million dollars a year. Right? I still don't understand how they have this house. I agree. I don't really get it unless maybe they invested really well. And then how much is the botched botched syndication? I don't know if it's botched. I think I made that up. It's whatever. No, it is botched. Is it botched? He's on botched. Yeah. Oh, with um, what's his face? Paul Nassif? Yeah. Who also has a lot of money, but not again. Adrian has all the money from that. And that's though that is like a real estate hotel. That's how you can tell. Like, where does Paul Nassif live now? I don't know. He has like he got remarried, I think, and he has another kid. So it so it starts right. Like Paul Nassif is not living like Terry Dubrow is my point. So botched only started in 2014 so it's not like there's that much it's also not that popular of a show but it's on a lot if you look at the i mean who's watching cable is botched syndicated he's not judge judy that's what i'm saying that's what i'm trying to figure out like is it judge judy money is it friends and seinfeld money or is it like i don't know there's some if you guys Bravo reality TV money. If you guys are listening and you know how the DeBros have so much money, because something just isn't adding up to me. DM us. Sean also said that that Terry's brother Kevin was the lead singer of Quiet Riot, and people have speculated that he inherited his estate and music royalties after his brother died. But given that I've never heard of Quiet Riot, I just can't imagine how much Does money Quiet Riot have out like a one hit wonder that gets used a lot, you know, like it gets licensed. I don't know. I feel like it, this unless, isn't the highway to hell. Right. It's not no. like his brother is like Paul McCartney. I don't think that this is going right. to fund the $55 million house. Right. Maybe it's a few million dollars. Again, a few million dollars. Maybe they're just hustling and they have income from like a bunch of different small places. Again, $55 million is such another level. It would be one thing if the house was $15 million or $20 right. million. I would be like, okay, that tracks. More than twice that amount, yeah. Right. Because also a $50 million house, then you're getting into like really subjective value. Because how much did it cost to build versus right? what is the market floating? I clearly seem like they bought that house to sell it, to renovate it and sell it. Because the way they were discussing it on the show was so like, oh, like... And they like we hit, there's an off market like there's someone's interested in the house and they're offering this amount and they're both kind of like faking that they like are not that interested in selling but like you, they clearly are interested. Well, no in one's selling. right. <laughs> I mean, they did make maybe the whole thing was just a marketing scheme so they could flip that house and it was never intended to be. I guess, but like, would the person buying that house be such an avid fan of the Real Housewives of Orange County? That that's where they well, it's a it's a way to showcase the house to get people because there's only so many houses in the world that are of that size, right? Of like, if you're someone who's looking for that, there's only so many people, and there's not that many buyers though. You're the one, right? Exactly. Yeah. But if you have a place where it's been showcased and it looks really nice, as it and you see she she, because she it's not just that she showed the house; it's that she got to show like what materials she was using and like she got to do a big realtor tour right but that was also years ago wasn't it and then she like, i mean it's still a brand new house yeah i don't know i need to know this though i feel like something's something's brewing there either like there's something weird going on or I don't they know. could have no savings or investments i guess the invest the investments are the houses i guess they have a, low, right. they have a lot they of could property. have no portfolio 
But I just feel like you're public. I don't know. They're publicly taking these kids to college on these like private planes. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Is it a deal with the private plane company? I think it's kind of tacky. I think she's a little. Well, tacky is its own thing. Yes. It's kind of like if you're going to if you're rich enough to send your kids to college on a private plane, just do it quietly. Right. Just do it. Well, we. (laughs) Well, then they wouldn't. They. They. Then they wouldn't be the people on the reality show. We actually, Danny Pellegrino, when he was on the episode, we talked about this. Yeah. Heather Dubrow or just sending or like. Not just Heather Dubrow, but how the housewives spend more to make. We talked about it with Salt Lake City with Meredith Marks. Like how the housewives spend more to look like they're very wealthy so that they will give the appearance of it so that people will give them more money. Like it'll make it'll be. more like it'll they'll see more successful so the their things will be more marketable but in reality like it's all just a front kind of and there's nothing behind it right well that's kind of why i liked bethany i know she has her own problems for sure but i do think she was sort of like her storyline of being this very scrappy like kind of came from very little and you kind of watch her get more money as as the show goes on just seemed more authentic than a lot of this shit right well i think it would have been like much harder for her to fake it because she really didn't have anything to fake it with and also it was new it was the show was older people weren't as there wasn't as much wealth porn going on on the show that's true like erica jane really changed the game in terms of the wealth porn ironically I mean, Teresa was doing that from like season one. That got her in a little tr- bit of trouble. I would say. Yeah, but like it wasn't the same level. It was like suburbia, like tri-state suburbia. Right. I mean, Beverly Hills has, has more money than anyone also. Yeah. Spring has sprung and that means it's time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you're purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, new warm weather bedding, reflight for that summer getaway. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code BETCHES when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code BETCHES. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code BETCHES. Should we talk about some other celebrities? Because I know we, you know, people love when we talk about Bravo. They love when we talk about Taylor Swift. So, okay. well, what else is new? Ariana Grande and Ethan Slater are reportedly a thing. They're living together full time in New York, Real according to page six. Still a thing, I guess. Yeah, according to page six, they are living together in New York. I mean, a source, a source says, whatever that means, that they're really happy and really good for each other. All of her friends love him. I mean, (laughs) it's just such an interesting. This is obviously planted, but I do believe that they are living together full time. But I also think they're trying to plant their appearances so that it seems like it was at least worth it. 
I guess. I mean, our, well, here's the thing. When Ariana dates anyone, she goes like pretty hard. I don't feel like she casually dates anyone. She like marries everyone she dates pretty much or gets yeah. engaged to. She gets engaged to or gets married to everyone she dates. So to me, it's like not surprising that she's living with this guy because that's sort of her style. Right. And she also, I don't think she's necessarily. And clearly he's no stranger to commitment. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think she'll probably do this for as long as it looks not ridiculous. Like it looks like, oh, this was they liked each other enough to to for him to cheat on his wife. Yeah. I mean, I don't think this is going to be a forever thing, but I think this is very much what Ariana does. She sees a guy. She gets engaged to him. Maybe she marries him. Then she moves on. How long do you think it'll be till she recovers her reputation? Um, after I think when they break up and she starts dating someone new, people will forget about this. Immediately, you think? Pretty quickly? Within six months to a year after that happens. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I kind of give it like somewhere between two and five years. Because I don't think she is going to change anything. No. No, when I mean recover her reputation, I mean like people see that perceive her as having changed not just i don't think she's gonna change but i think she could yeah i feel like this is just her style and she probably doesn't think there's anything wrong with it miley changed lots of people selena changed that's true we're always growing and changing exactly a lot all these pop stars like i mean they're people demi lovato like they all change they all kind of evolve and i think ariana grande is one of those rare examples of someone who kind of hasn't evolved right well, it's been working for her, I guess, thus far. She hasn't been, like, that burned by anything. I think it's not working for her anymore. I think they also won't break up till after Wicked. <laughs> so she needs to keep this going through Wicked. Okay. That's why it might be, like, five years. Is she in Wicked? Yeah, that's where they met and started oh, having an right, affair. Right, I knew that. I knew that. Wicked's going to be a two-part movie. Yay. I'm excited. Are you? Yeah, I love Wicked. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I'm not excited that I, it's two parts. One part is plenty. Is it like a new script for the second part? Or is it the same movie, just cut in half? It, the same movie, just cut Wicked's in half. Wicked's a great play. I'm very excited. It is a great play. It is a great play. I'm excited. But like, I don't know. I don't know. You're, she's tainted for you. Yeah. Well. Well, it's, it's, it's not that like the one thing she did. Right. It's that her pattern. I just, like she did this one time and she fucked up. This is right. a clear pattern and I think that pattern is disgusting. I just think it's so weird that she's chosen this guy. Just Because it's not about the guy for her. Clearly it's about the quest. Well, then she already has him. Wouldn't she be done by now? I think she can't because of the wicked stuff. Because it just looks so bad if she leaves him and then they have to do all this wicked press and he just had a fucking baby. Right. And it was all for nothing. I guess we'll see. I guess. The way that they're planting it, the way that this is coming out, oh, they were spotted together. Now there's a source. All of it looks like regardless of whether they're actually happy together or even really even together, we're playing like they're together. Right. I guess we'll see if they get married. I wouldn't put a pastor. She'll marry him, even if she's not even into him. She'll do it. I don't think she'll marry him because I don't, I think that she would not want another 
she's gonna have to save up she's gonna have to get married again she's gonna get married again i know but she i don't think she'll want to get married a third time to the next person maybe. like to the person after him i don't think she'll i don't know maybe she doesn't mind keeping her number up i don't think she maybe cares. she wants to be the seven husbands of ariana grande i would love to to know more me too we will try all right speaking of one of her exes though okay pete davidson, pete davidson has crashed his car very sad while leaving his stand-up comedy show after, and he got a uh, reckless driving charge. He was doing a stand-up show at the Wiltern in Los Angeles on Saturday night and then hosted an after party. And when he left around 10 p.m., someone saw him swipe his car against the side of a wall while he was exiting the venue. He was holding a cigarette in his car, apparently. There was a guy in the passenger seat and three others in the back seat. No one was injured, but Has he thought about getting a driver? Yeah, you know, that would be a good idea for Pete. It just feels like this should be, if I'm anywhere near Pete, I have the ability to talk to him. I'm like, it's you should get a driver. You can afford it. You can't drive. You should get a driver. Right. I agree with you. I think a driver would have been, would be a good use of some of Pete Davidson's budget. He doesn't seem like a very fancy guy. I can't imagine he's a big spender. Fine. It seems like it's worth it. I th- I would say worth it. Get Safety. An, get an Uber. That's, uh, that's well, affordable. He, he can't just, Pete Davidson can't just get an Uber. He can. The Uber Lux. No, that's Pete Davidson. He's know, incredibly recognizable. In New York City? Put on some sunglasses. I I don't think Pete Davidson. I don't think the taxi drivers in New York City know necessarily who Pete Davidson is. Maybe like. But he has like a profile on Uber. I guess he could put a different name. I don't know. I don't. If I were Pete Davidson, I would not be taking an Uber. I think he's, I think he is. This is actually a great question about like levels of fame. Like, are you famous enough that you probably shouldn't take an Uber? Because you just don't know what driver you're going to get. And they could harass you. Like, you just don't know. It's more about the randomness of the driver than like you're too good for Uber. Okay. And like. If a driver's more likely to recognize you, there's more of a chance that that person could just, I don't know, something weird. Yeah, I could see that. So I think Pete Davidson is like the least famous you could be who is too famous to take an Uber. I still think he could take an Uber. I think a mm. lot of the Uber drivers wouldn't even think about it in in Manhattan. that's It's not about a lot of the Uber drivers. It's about the risk okay, of fine. getting an Uber driver, which is pretty high. Fair. I think maybe he could take an Uber in like Kansas. Maybe. Um, anyway. <laughs> Speaking of, and now I feel like we're all six degrees of Pete Davidson. Pete's other ex, not Ariana Grande, is now in the news because Kim Kardashian was ignored by Anna Wintour because she was late to a show during Paris Fashion Week. Kisk, kisk. I mean, it's kind of rude. How late was You're Kim she? Kim Kardashian. You can't just sneak in the back. How late was she? I mean, so she was late to Victoria Beckham's fashion show. And she was supposed to be seated between Kris Jenner and Anna Wintour. And she comes in like 50 minutes late, I think was the was the average. And as she's coming in, she's going to like say hi to David Beckham, who is sitting next to Anna Wintour. Basically, in this video that went viral, people think that Anna Wintour was shading Kim because she didn't like really look at her when she came in. She like kept her arms crossed and turned her head. And it just looked, I think, that she was being kind of 
like shady to her. However, as they were leaving the event, they were seen smiling. So I don't really know. Either way, I don't think Kim is having... Kim is still in her flop era, solidly. Oh, yeah. I think she is, despite the fact that she's kind of winning the Courtney, uh, depends on who you ask. But I don't think Kim is in, Kim is not on top of the world. Can you explain the Kim Courtney thing to me? I don't watch the show. So why don't you explain it to me and any listeners who. Okay. Do you remember last season, the fight about I'm living La Dolce Vita lifestyle? I think I read about this. Courtney was upset that she made her wedding about like work. So Courtney had her wedding. If you remember, it was the Dolce theme. And that was like a really big deal for Courtney. It was her shining moment. And basically, Courtney said after the wedding, and they fought about it last season, that Kim was not happy for her that weekend. Mind you, she was going through her divorce with Kanye at the time and like really heavily. And it was just like a bad time. I remember that. And Courtney said basically that like Kim ultimately ended up parlaying Courtney's wedding into a partnership with Dolce and Gabbana that she did show in the later in the season that she shows her like working with them. And it's like a really big deal. Cause she's, I think like the first person to do some sort of partnership with them. And Courtney gets mad because she's like, your whole collection was all just like my wedding. You stole my wedding. You like, and basically kind of accused her of using her wedding as a way to get a network, to get a business partnership. Okay. Or it could be that Dolce and Gabbana was, networking as a way to get Kim using you get Kim to do a partnership with them I don't know you could really see it anyway but Courtney accused her accused Kim of like stealing her wedding and they had a whole fight about it It was it's a very funny scene it's like very very funny scene but then Kim is like well actually you stole my wedding because I got married in Italy and my wedding singer singer was Andrea Bocelli and all these things so they that that was honestly such a funny episode on it. Like for anybody, if even if you hate the Kardashians, this shit is like fucking hilarious. Okay, so there was obviously some ongoing tension uh, between them throughout this. So in the first episode of this season, season four, so now there was like some time between those things. Kim and Courtney have this really really frank fight that was like very very below the belt about going back to that and. It's basically like they had they fought again after watching the season, like watching the edit of the show. And Courtney accuses Kim of being a narcissist and of not giving a shit about anyone but herself. And Kim is trying to like reason why it was like, okay that she did this Dolce thing and all these things. And Courtney's like, you only care about yourself. You only care about money. All of this. You don't you're not getting it. You're a narcissist. I don't want to have anything to do with you. And Kim's saying like, well, everyone thinks you've changed because of Travis. And everybody thinks that, you know, we all, we all have a chat that's that that's called not me and all your friends have a chat. That's like not Courtney. And we're all in it. Cause no one knows like what to say to you. Cause you've all changed. And she's like, even your kids have come to me and told me about problems with you. And mm-hmm. she says all this to Courtney and Courtney's like, well, obviously I don't want to be a part of any of that. I'm really happy with Travis and goodbye. So they, that's the fight. Okay. Then later in the week, Courtney's friends like post a group chat that where they're like, no, we don't, they're, they're all chatting. They're like, oh, we don't have a group chat that says like, not Courtney, you know, like, and then they post that. Then also people were doing these deep dives into Travis Barker mm-hmm. and to his memoir from like 2003 or something when he was saying that. He really like had a spark with Kim Kardashian and that he like moved to Calabasas to be 
near her, which he then said about Courtney last season, or he told Chris Jenner that about Courtney last season, that he moved to Calabasas to be with her because they were best friends. So people were saying like, people were saying just the internet was this wasn't said on the show but this is now being like kind of discussed that that's really the background and that Travis is like controlling her and separating her you know and they talk about how he was with his ex and all of these things so he was trying to like pursue Kim Kardashian when he when he was like with his ex I think the part about moving to Calabasas for Kim Kardashian is quite uncomfy. And I would I would guess that this whole thing is about really is about that. Well, that's, I think, what the Internet is saying. The Internet saying or people, you know, now that's kind of a thought. My feeling on this is that, like, it's very interesting because I think Kim is right about I think you're right that this that's kind of like what this is all about. Mm -hmm. In this fight, I think Kim is right about the substance of the fight. But I think Courtney is right about Kim. And that is what's uncomfortable to for everyone. Like they're fighting about different things. Like Courtney right. is fighting just like you are an asshole to me and I don't want to be around the person who you are. And Kim is like, I didn't do anything wrong with my partnership. Like all that. You know, it's I didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. You guys don't want to work. I don't think she did anything wrong with her partnership. To me, that's not like a big deal. Right. But Courtney's yeah. like, it's not about that. It's about who you are and that you would, you can't see why this is right. special to me and you took it. Right. Well, I don't think, I think Kim probably doesn't like everyone else being a little happier than her or like doing no, better. No, she hates that. So she I hates think that, that is probably part of the, that's probably the real issue. Well, that's why I say Courtney's right about Kim mm -hmm. because yeah, Courtney's like, I'm not even fighting about the wedding. I'm fighting about you as a person. Right. So it's all very, very intriguing. But in a real, this is more, this is the most intriguing the Kardashians have been in years to me. Well, they gotta, they gotta keep working. So <laughs> yeah. they're gonna. Nobody wants to work anymore. That's exactly. Well, Kim had a win because Kim Cattrall was in her, in Skim's latest campaign. I have Which to is say, pretty cool. I've been sent some Skims through our podcast partnership with them. And I really like it. It's great. Oh, absolutely. Skims is her best I think venture. Yeah, I like Skims more than Kim Kardashian. The venture of the person. Right. Like I find, I find Skims. I actually think Skims is a great, great company. It's the best thing she's ever done. Agreed. Awesome company. Proud sponsor of some of the shows that I'm but on. But not this one. Probably not this one. But if you're listening, Skims, here's your free ad. Yeah. Also, like you know, I would not just be, you know, pumping up. Right. This kind Pumping of brand. it up for nothing. It is very, it's a great brand anyway. For sure. Anything else? Do we have anything else going on? I think that's it for today on this episode of the At Batches podcast. And guys, if you want some great Betches comedy, we have an amazing lineup. Come out on October 19th, Betches Night Out. It's in New York City. Where is it, Sammy? Chelsea Music Hall. It's at Chelsea Music Hall. It's going to be such a great show. I know the one in September was amazing. Everyone was dying. Such a funny show. There's still a chance to get your tickets. Yeah, so get your tickets at Betches.co slash B-N-O, BetchesNightOut.co, not .com, Betches.co slash B-N-O. We will be there. Very excited to see you. Yes. And now I will let you and Holly take Taylor Swift. I'm pumped for you guys. Let's go on this journey. 
50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competition for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios in Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant nearly 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. There have been times when I realized I shouldn't have trusted my gut, like watching that extra show when I know I really should go to sleep because I have to wake up early or buying that pair of shoes that I really don't need. Probiotics can help with most of your gut decisions, but if your gut needs a little support, Ritual has your back. I love Ritual. I used to take Ritual's prenatals. It made me feel so strong and healthy during my pregnancy. My nails were so strong. My hair was great. I just really love the brand. Their three-in-one supplement includes a prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains Postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. Ritual's delayed-release capsules are designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. It's an all-in-one minty capsule, and there's no refrigeration needed. And Ritual uses scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritizing sustainability-sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for for a limited time at ritual.com slash betches. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash betches for 25% off. Hello, we are back with this special segment of Speak Now at Betches version. I'm Sammy. And I'm Holly. Thank you for having me back, Sammy. <laughs> are you ready for it? Mm, mm, I am so mm. ready for it. Okay, great. <laughs> I'm so happy that we're back. I'm glad everyone was into it. I feel great relief. <laughs> great responses. Thank you, guys. Thank you to the Swifties who are listening. Yeah. Much appreciated. Look, I know we're out there. Everyone's out. Everyone. It's it's only the loud voices who who want to <laughs> shout us down. We're being too loud. We could build a castle out of all the bricks <laughs> you threw at us. <laughs> Let's see how many references we can name in 30 minutes. Yeah, it's going to be... Okay, well... That could be a fun game. Oh, I also thought of an idea for not like a game, but a segment we should play at the end. Kind of. We ask each other a Taylor related hypothetical and then we answer it. Okay. So I'm going to, I have one for you later. Love. Okay. Okay. Where should we start? I mean, I feel like there's been so much in the past couple of days already. I think we have to talk about her weekend. Yes. We got to talk about her weekend. Okay. Do you want to give the the synopsis? Sure. So as anticipated, Taylor went to the Jets versus Chiefs game at MetLife Stadium. And she brought her squad with her, which included Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, which we'll get to because I know a lot of people are like, why is Hugh Jackman here? But we'll get to that because I think there's something going on with Marvel, him and Taylor and Ryan. She's collecting divorces. There we go. Right. Speaking of divorces, so Sophie Turner was also there, as well as Sabrina Carpenter. And I believe two of her background singers or one of them was a backup dancer. One of them was a singer. 
two people that were on her tour with her. Am I forgetting anyone? No, I think that was that was it. She maybe she had a friend, another friend, blonde. Oh, and um, I feel bad because everyone forgets her, but Robin Lively, Blake Lively's oh, older sister. Yes, I believe she was there too. She was there. I and, mean, yeah, and Donna Kelsey, of course. Right, right. I mean, that's her her son's game okay so they they were at the jets versus chiefs game the chiefs won though i don't know if anyone gives a shit and apparently whatever the whatever the nfl is doing formally with taylor or not it worked because they were up by more than two million female viewers and Mm -hmm. the nfl viewership saw a 53 percent surge in teenage girls insanity (laughs) you know it's so yeah, it, it really is. The NFL also changed their bio. Well, right after the after the game, they changed their bio to, we had the best day with you today. You know what? It, it's a little, and Travis was mentioning this on his podcast with his brother, that it's it's a little overkill that I think for actual Swifties like us, we don't throw around those lines every day. And I feel like they're just really trying to hit it home with all the Taylor references. And it's like, you can calm down. You need to calm down. It's very, it's a little bit, it's corporate. It is the court. This is to me why it was pretty obvious that this is, I'm not saying that they're not having fun and like cooking up and maybe, you know, into each other. I do believe that is possible and true. But I think that the entire essence of this whole thing was to get tune in. And it makes sense. You know, it's not like she has no relationship with the NFL. She has, you know, performed at events for them. They they asked her to be to perform at the Super Bowl. And she said no. So, like, my feeling is that they were like, well, let's do something better. And I remember yeah. last year, this I saw this online. It reminded me during her Midnight's Mayhem, she teased a preview of all the music videos that she was going to premiere for from the Midnight's album during I think it was Thursday night football or something like a year ago. So that's interesting, too, that almost a year ago she had some kind of deal with them. Yeah. And I mean, there were I counted at least I didn't watch the whole game. But what from what I saw, there were four commercials for the Eras movie. Yes, that is you don't just buy Sunday night football spots at the primetime game, like the nationally televised game, because there's so many games that are on, but we don't see them all. They only air on NBC like a few games. So you're not going to have like Taylor on the banner of their, you know, of their graphics. You don't have their anchors with like memorized stats about her and lyrics and references that are clearly or bullet pointed whatever it is you don't have that and all these commercials just you don't just get that together in a week those commercials I've asked a few people who who buy advertising and sell Mm -hmm. advertising how long of a lead time you would need to buy those commercials both said like at most a year and the lowest I tried to find someone who would tell me like you could just buy that like the day before the closest in time I got someone telling me was a quarter before. So, and maybe if anyone's listening and knows more information right. about this. Please tell us. Please tell us because four spots or more is a lot. Then that also feeds into, now we, we can get into this, but like that feeds into if people think Travis and Taylor have been dating or at least talking for longer, that maybe they have been seeing each other 
before the first public game where she was spotted that that could lead to that? Well, that I maybe think they, they've been seeing each other for a little while so that this NFL partnership started maybe a quarter before. Like maybe that all makes sense. I don't know. I have heard not from a source on Reddit or not from a source elsewhere that they hung out one time before the public public thing. Mm. And like, sure, they do seem comfortable enough and they seem like, yeah, they enjoy each other's company. Like it, this is not right. a, first of all, this goes into like the PR relationship of it all because I see so many people saying like, Taylor doesn't need more fans. It's not about more fans. It's about creating an atmosphere or an angle or an impression. And okay, if it, it's not about more. Not all PR is about more. Like the president doesn't need more PR and yet they have a huge communications department right. because- it, there's so much more to public relations than just in an increase in attention. Ask Elon Musk. Whatever they're doing here, it can be real. They can be having fun, and it can still be a professional relationship. But the NFL knows they, you know, their viewership is going down. They want to attract women. They want, yep. you know, to turn around some of, you know, the negative reputations of the league that I think some people have with it. And they showed her the entire game. Like they showed her more than. Literally, the her players. with her her vodka. I think it's vodka cran. I've been trying to decipher what drink she's been sipping on the past two games. I think it's a vodka cran because it's like a reddish. My guess would be a vodka cran just because that's the kind of thing they would have in those sweets. Right, which I kind of love because I love vodka crans. I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion as you get older. Oh no, I, I love them. I don't think it's a bad opinion. I I like a vodka cran. I'm I'm more of a vodka pineapple girl Ooh. in this day and age but i feel like vodka goes good with anything i feel like you could i i honestly don't even like vodka that much but could she i mean she could be having tequila who knows that's insane true she could be having anything true. she could be having just a juice true. taylor likes to have a good time that much is clear none of that's fake it's all real i also saw a theory that you know how to explain the beginning of this you know how when she was dating Maddie Healy, there was a theory going around like, oh, she's only dating him to get for her SEO, like for a Google search, the 1975 Taylor. What would come up was what people thought was her and Carly kissing or being very affectionate at a 1975 concert. So a theory that I saw about the Jets game was that, and again, I do think she's enjoying her time with Travis. I don't think it's this, but there was a theory going around that she went to this Jets versus Chiefs game so that the SEO now on Google comes up as her going to this game versus her private Jets emissions. Because remember, there was that whole scandal of like which celebrities use you yeah. know, the I most mean, private jet service. And okay, I just, I will say that, ridiculous. Well, okay, here's my thing with her private jet thing. She's also the most economically productive celebrity. So, I mean, right. she also, how is she going to fly commercial? Would that, how would that work? Literally can't. Okay. Are you too famous for an Uber? <laughs> she is. There we go. But, it so, back. but yeah, so I, I mean, maybe the only thing that makes me think that that's not the case and that maybe that was just sort of a pleasant side effect was that her window for doing this partnership is pretty small. So, because she is touring. So that would mean that they like moved the schedule in advance so that that could happen and like how do you explain that to the nfl 
Sorry, can she play the Chiefs? Can they play the Chiefs so that can they play the Jets so that like that? That's my only feeling is right. like it just seems a little bit too. It's it's out of her control too much to have done that. It was very convenient that there was a Jets game. Yeah. Or Chiefs versus Jets game happening at MetLife literally a week after she broke the internet. Yeah. Which is interesting. And also Maddie Healy, I think that he was convenient, but also like they were kind of friends. And he's friends with like Phoebe Bridgers, right. who she was touring with. So it, that made sense to me that they'd be like hanging out. Right. I think they're playing with us a little bit. Like when she was mouthing this song's about you, I love you, because he did that at his concert. It was very, like, playful, like, we're going to s- mess with the fans. I yeah, think. also, like, people can, like, say I love you. Like, I say I love you to my friends. Right. <laughs> no, it's not, like, anyway, exactly. I, whatever. Let's talk about the squad, because people. Yes. So what's with the people she brought with her? Okay. Now, shout out to my brother. He's a Marvel fan. He's a part of the MCU fandom, which, honestly, arguably, the MCU fans and the Swifties, like they do their deep dives. We're actually very similar. So I think we can find some common ground there with the fandoms. So there's been speculation that Taylor Swift will make a cameo as the role Dazzler in Deadpool 3, which we know Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool and Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. And that's a part of the same universe. If I, I believe I'm saying that correctly, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU. So there's rumors that she's playing this character named Dazzler. So her bringing Hugh Jackman, now we know Ryan and Hugh are good friends, but her including Hugh, is that's what's fueling the MCU fans a little bit. Like, oh, this is, come on. Like, this is definitely happening. That makes total sense, especially since she is friends with Ryan Reynolds. They do collaborate together. And also, I mean, Sabrina Carpenter was there because she's touring with her in the upcoming leg. So what is the Dazzler character? Is it a big role? Very bejeweled vibes. Um, When you Google it, it's like very sparkly. That's fun. She, I could see her wanting to do that just like for branding. So it says the Dazzler is a mutant with the ability to transduce sonic vibrations, which reach her body into various types of light. Oh my God, she's Taylor. Yeah. And she can convert them into light beams. Yeah, that's cute. Supposedly it's an LGBT character as well, but I can fact check that. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Dazzler has been described as one of Marvel's most notable and powerful female heroes being labeled as an LGBT icon. Ooh. Okay. So that's a big deal. Yeah. That's a big deal. I'm excited about that. That actually makes sense if she's trying to create a through line like dates men, LGBT. We'll see what happens during the next. Mm Ready to redefine your relationship with alcohol? Whether you're trying to cut back or just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol, allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet, fruity sours? Athletic Brewing has an assortment of non-alcoholic beers in almost any style you can think of. One thing I really like is a great Sunday brunch. And sometimes, you know, you kind of want to have a drink during it. But also it's Sunday and you kind of want to get your life together. That's the perfect occasion to have an Athletic Brew non-alcoholic beer. Athletic Brew is a variety of great tasting, award-winning non-alcoholic beers, including IPAs, Goldens, Extra Dark Brews, Sours, Hazies, and more. Many of which are only available online and for a limited time. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. 
Athletic Brews Bebs, you can drink anytime, anywhere, and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights, and early mornings, so you can imbibe without worry. And when you support Athletic, you support a company that cares. They're a certified B Corp and donate up to $2 million annually to protect and restore outdoor spaces around the globe through the Two for the Trails program. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code BETCHES to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's B-E-T-C-H-E-S at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company. Fit for all times. I also saw a blind item that suggested that Taylor has, if you think that that's who the subject of the blind item is, which I do believe that. Let me just read it. A-list singer has been working on new music for quite a while now. They have one brand new album completely recorded and two more albums in progress. New album expected in November as a completely surprise release, probably announced during their ongoing tour. Wait, how are we going to handle that? We have 1989 coming out in like 22 days. That's okay. That's okay. We all have heard 1989. Right. We will always take more. Yeah, I'll take more. Honestly, she put Midnight's out in the middle. I don't think she can help herself from making music. I think she actually is like, I have songs. Like, it's not like most people where they're like, I have time, I whatever. You see how much she's in the studio. She's doing something. It's not 1989. So. Right. And I'm convinced that reputation is is done. I know Ed Sheeran was like, oh, we didn't start, blah, 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 blah. Um, she's teasing it too much with her outfits that I'm like, I that could be a surprise drop somewhere. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I mean, so. I could see it coming out. No, because I think she wants to space the re-records with the tour. So like you have all of 2024. As you know, my theory about how I think she could maybe come out as fluid or something at the end of the tour. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you know how in debut and picture to burn there was the line like you're gay or whatever. You're gay. That I could. <laughs> yeah. What if she changes it? Like what if she changes the line and uses it since it's her like I don't yeah. know never know and that's obviously going to be the last re-record so that'll yeah. be very very interesting should we talk about her outfit yeah what do you think of it when she was in full I thought she was very trendy like she was dressing like Gen Z with like the graphic tee with the shorts with the sneaks but there's been some talk about the shirt have you seen this the Shania Twain shirt mm-hmm. what about it Okay, so people think she's sending a message about Travis because it was like very tongue in cheek. So the song title. Now, I love Shania, but I'm not like a big fan of hers. I don't know enough of her music, but the song title was called Any Man of Mine. Do you know that one? It's from 1995. Maybe if I heard it. And what people thought was interesting. Well, also, she was spotted out with Kaylee or Kylie. I never know how to say Kaylee Teller because we know they're friends. Mm-hmm. That was the day she was spotted with her in the city. And some of the lyrics is what fans found interesting. So the lyrics are, any man of mine better be proud of me. Even when I'm ugly, he still better love me. And I can be late for a date. That's fine. But he better be on time. Any man of mine better walk the line. Better show me a teasing, squeezing, pleasing kind of time. I need a man who knows how the story goes. He got to be a heart beating, fine treating, breath taking, earthquake kind. Any man of mine. It's possible that that was a a note to him because also she wore a hat that said still here by a brand called still here, New York. So is it like, oh, I'm still here. I'm remember me. Say you'll remember me standing like a 
Sandy, nice dress. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's what she's trying to say. Or maybe it's just like she fucking got dressed. (laughs) True. But we know with her, it sends her outfit, send a message. I thought it meant still here, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to see Travis on his birthday. But then again, as of last night, she was spotted leaving New York City and today's Travis's birthday. I mean, where's she going? Right. I don't can't say. We'll find out. Find we'll out. find out probably right after this is done. Yeah, we'll find out. Recording. We'll let you know. You know, here's the thing. I think that what's beautiful about it, and she's aware of this, is that it can mean any of these things it, and all of them. And that's the fun. That's the fun. If I were her, I so would think fun. that was so fun. And I would be doing the same thing. Yeah. Even if I was just picking out a shirt, I'd be like, okay, well, they'll, uh, this is a good shirt for that. Because anything can mean something. And it doesn't really necessarily matter. Right. And we know she's a big Shania fan. So yes. Should we talk about uh, oh, so, so her bag? So she was carrying the this Louis Vuitton. It's called, I believe, the camera box bag that she's been spotted with, I think, for like four times already. Right. I have been forming a theory. Go for it's it. It's not even a theory. It's, it's not even a theory. It's more just an observation. I find, as many people know, I'm a big handbag girl. So I notice what handbags people carry just because I like bags. I notice that Louis Vuitton is the only bag that she has ever carried in her entire career that I can find a photo of that has any logo on it. Every other that has like the logo pattern. She has never, ever, ever worn another brand like that that I can That's come up so with and that I can I can find a photo of. My feeling was like, okay, is, is Louis Vuitton like her partner in that like she is contracted to them or whatever it is like that she'll wear her – she'll wear their stuff on professional occasions. And the reason I think it's that is because she was wearing – a very popular at the time bag, the Louis Vuitton, I believe it was called the Speedy Cruiser when she was dating Tom Hiddleston. And you can find these articles about that bag and like how Selena Gomez was wearing it. And like, and now with this camera box bag, there's an article about how Millie Bobby Brown is wearing the camera. All the celebrities have the, and Blake Lively was wearing it when they went out to dinner the night before the game. Did she just borrow Taylor's bag because she's doing one of, maybe she's doing one of her deliverables to carry the bag like it's it just is very interesting to me because the the Hiddleston bag was shortly after she had worn Louis Vuitton to the Met Gala the year that she was the chair I feel that maybe she may have like started her partnership with them and then that was how they now continue working with her is that because even like one of the rare time one of the rare times she was spotted with Joe Alwyn she's carrying a Louis Vuitton bag and I'm like is that maybe her is that a deal that they have, like, to always... A quiet partnership, maybe. Yeah, because she every other bag she wears, the most logo that will be on it will be, like, the buckle, which I also think might be, like, Ralph Lauren partnership. She does not ever wear patterns, ever. They're always plain leather or something. She, But she will wear Louis Vuitton label. It's confusing to when me. When you said Speedy Cruiser, it made me immediately think of Getaway, Getaway Car. car. <laughs> oh and that was so she was wearing the speedy cruiser when she was dating tom hiddleston yeah and she's she there's like five pictures five occasions where she's wearing it which was a fully stunt relationship she poses so well like with her arm out like she just knows she knows the angles she does 
And I sent you my my collection. She did. I was going to say, guys, Sammy, Sammy did a deep dive. She sent me everything. Yeah. I don't know. Every time she's clearly stunting or stepping out, so to speak, that's the times when she wears it. I honestly would take that like with a little bag over like the Chanel partnership that Margot Robbie was locked in for. I think she's still locked into it, but at least she's getting some better outfits lately. I mean, her and Kristen Stewart. Oof. Lock me into a Chanel partnership. I don't mind. I'll wear ugly outfits. But if you get me those bags, although honestly, like there's they only make so many colors. OK, well, anyway, that you could just right. buy once you're them. True. Sophia Richie is in a great Chanel partnership, which seems to be yes. with like the like small leather goods rather than the classics, which is super yeah. smart because they I mean, this is a totally different podcast, but it seems to me that they're trying to like divide their lines into like classic, really expensive, unattainable and fashion bags that are like five thousand dollars. And that's like what Sophia Richie's trying to market. And the makeup, I guess, with Sophia, too. Oh, yeah. Her bridal makeup and everything. Right. The makeup. Affordable. Okay. One more thing about the squad. Can you can we talk about Brittany Mahomes for a second? Because there's all these stories that it's like, oh, she's their friends. But then she doesn't follow Taylor on Instagram. I know. I saw that. I was like, ooh, okay. I mean, maybe it could just be like girlfriends of the football players. I know Wags is like wives, but, you know, it could just be that they're not super close, that they're just getting to know each other because they're dating two of the most popular people on the team. They're, well, Brittany's married, but I don't know. Maybe she's just not a, a big Swifty, but I know that Travis's ex unfollowed Brittany following the dating confirmation my most charitable opinion is that she just like it's an oversight because there's a lot of people who i like that i don't like follow them because they're not posting personal stuff so like i'll get their marketing it'll come right and taylor is in the news so much that if britney's not following her like if she listens to her music she doesn't necessarily if she's not going to do a deep dive easter egg like we would do she doesn't need to follow taylor on the regular to see what's going on Maybe she follows her Finsta. Just tell her of a Finsta imagine. I'm sure she, she does. Because she always to. says she's following zero people. And I'm like, there's no way she doesn't keep up with her friends. She definitely has a Finsta. We should also talk about like the official reporting. Because that tells us what she wants us to know. Or what her team wants right. us to know. So Tree. So Tree, we assume. people. So People mm-hmm. Magazine is putting this squarely in the still getting to know each other category. They say the pair have not yet defined their relationship. He's a charming guy. It's more of a hanging out situation than dating. He's focusing on football like he always has. During the NFL season, his priority is the Chiefs, and it's about the team. There's no pressure. Donna likes Taylor. She's very sweet and down to earth. So it's like, again, this is giving PR because it's all about just like how great she is where, you know, they're trying to make it noncommittal, which makes sense, which is how it would be. Right. Right now, it makes sense because, like you said, he has the whole football season to go. Whether they go to the Super Bowl or not, it's still, you know, a lot of pressure. And she has her Eras tour resuming. I'm looking it up. I believe it's um like in a month, November 9th. Yeah, but also Us Weekly, they have other sources, and they're they they have a source that told them Kelsey was reportedly spotted leaving her apartment Sunday morning. I don't know that that. That seems set up to me. Like, there's no way. Someone says they talk every day. Taylor's really enjoying getting to know Travis. They're taking it day by day, but she has high hopes. Why would you let your friend fucking say that to a magazine? 
Would you? I wouldn't. I'd be like, she's not that into him. <laughs> I could see like the talking every day because it makes sense. Yeah. Not seeing each other. High hopes you know, doesn't make sense seeing though. Each other once a week. It's like you can't. Yeah, high hopes. Uh, it's too soon. Your to friend tell. would never say that. Right. They would never throw you under the bus like that. She likes that quote. Okay, she goes. She likes that he's a normal, nice guy. He's down to earth and isn't affected by fame. She also thinks he's hot. It's giving Joe Alwyn. Someone says Travis, I mean, Travis is completely is smitten. He is hot. He's like a hot football player. That I could see that he's completely smitten especially if he's like in the mentality of ready to like have a committed relationship and settle down because i know he had that playboy money fame kind of look i would be completely smitten if i were if taylor swift so much as looked in my direction so it's just right it's like i think anyone would be anyone you know anyone but but it's working because sunday's game was the highest viewed football game since the super bowl yep 24 million i believe yeah, I think 27 million. 27? Yeah. Wow. She has an open invitation. I read the NFL has personally extended an open invitation to any game that she would want to attend. I guess whether it's a Jets a game Kansas or a Jets Chiefs game or anything. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. Look, I think if Taylor wants to go to a football game, she will. She can do it on her own. She doesn't need the What did NFL. you think of her outfit? What did you think of her outfit? I feel like it was very reputation. Loved it. Great outfit. Just like she does. I love her style. And she Okay, fuck. Um, She I I think that she is so good at dressing just like a normal person, which so many celebrities do not do. Yeah, she makes it very relatable. Like you could see someone wearing that out like for a girl's night out or something. Versus, oh, this was $5,000, $10,000. I can't even. Yeah, she's very. Um, that's what, That's another reason I think the Louis Vuitton thing stuck out to me. Because all of the brands she wears are so like low key. Like she'll wear expensive brands. She'll wear unknown brands. She'll wear cheap. I don't want to say cheap, just Just regular, right. you know, just sort of like anything. And She's been wearing the row a lot. Yeah, I mean, because it's basic. And again, she's yeah. so clearly drawn to like no patterns, or just like plain muted colors, very natural colors. And look, if all else fails, she could be an influencer. I wonder how much she'd get paid per post with her 340 million. More than Kim. Followers, right? I mean, if she can draw t- this many people to a football game, she can draw a lot. All right. I think let's close out with our new segment that I mentioned earlier. Let's call it, can I ask you a question? Because we're going to each, each week, we're going to ask each other a hypothetical question question about like what would you do if you met taylor swift if you could have dinner with taylor swift who else would you want to be there kind of thing my question is my first question for you on theme with the game is if you could ask taylor any question and she had to answer what would your question be my number one would probably be and again is this like we're getting to know each other like we're friendly like i can ask her you could ask her anything ask her anything she has to be honest in the hypothetical I have two. Okay, you could do two. Okay, most recent one would be: Have you, if I, if it's like now, let's say we met her now, it would be: Have you written any songs about Travis yet? Okay, yeah. Just because we know whether it's serious or not, we know like she writes quickly. There's even that Dumois blind that she already has a couple of albums, possibly. So like, it would be a good that. data point. And then, obviously, I think what. What went down between you and Carly? Right. I think that would be most people's questions. 
Just curious. Yeah. Mine would be, I want to know, like, how does she plan her business, like the business side of what I want to know what counts in the business planning versus what counts in personal planning for her life? What exactly when she says she's planning ahead? What is she planning? Like, is she is it partnerships? Does she ever reactively get things like I'm very, very curious about the inner work, like the operations of 13 management and how she and how it's intertwined with her life. Because I mean, I'll say just even for myself, like I'm not her and obviously I'm not one person, but like the three of us run a company that's like us, you know, it's not this, obviously it's not like we're the public facing person, but like my life is just as intertwined, you know, it's very intertwined, but I imagine for her, that's like on steroids times a billion because everyone's looking at her all the time. So like, so, okay, those are excellent. Mine are, mine were very basic, but I, I see where you're coming from. It's like, how in advance does she, like the merch, the post, the language, like how in advance is she that right. we're just picking up to it? It's like, how? Right, like how are you planning all these things with the numbers? Are those all purposeful? How do you know that the thing that you're thinking of now is going to make sense culturally then? Those right. are all the Easter eggs. I, 15 questions from my one question, right. but it's all just like, I want to understand like the process of planning her. Who is Taylor Swift for the next two to three years? Which that's kind of crazy if you think about it. Like the average person, like we don't know where we're going to be in two to three years, but I feel like she's someone who does, like at least when it comes to her music, it seems like she does. I have so many questions about like the the blur between her life and her. Where is the line? Yeah. It's just very confusing probably to her all right holly this is this has been fun this has been a fun second edition of speak now at betch's version do you want to close out the episode sure always have a marvelous time with you sammy oh, ruining everything <laughs> ruining louis vuitton's sponsorship of her by blowing Sponsor it up us. thank you so much for listening to the betch's podcast and this speak now betch's version segment and be sure to rate review and subscribe let us know if you like this. We will continue it because we know Miss Tay-Tay will be making headlines every week. And where can they follow you, Sammy? At Sammy. Or at Sammy Sage Says on TikTok. And you could follow me at So Hollywood, but spelled W-O-U-L-D. Because she would. All right. We'll see you next week on the App Batches podcast. Bye. Batches.